0: K-A-L-W.
1: The offseason is underway. In one of the Golden State Warriors' last moves in Oakland, the team introduced its three draft picks at its convention center practice facility. The newest dubs are Jordan Poole, Alan Smilagich, and Eric Paschal, who said, I actually told my parents during this whole draft process I wanted to come to the Warriors. Well, yeah. The draft is the first of a series of events that will shape the future team. But while the new players posed for the media, the vets have other things going on. Today, we're considering what's happening off the court. This one is for the fans. We're going to focus on the Hamptons Five. That's Kevin Durant and the four players who flew to the Hamptons a few years back to convince him to join the team. First, Stephen Curry. He's definitely using his celebrity. Last week, a documentary he executive produced was released. It's about the Charleston church shooting. He also went to Japan and China, where he made several appearances for Under Armour, the brand he endorses. And he played golf, according to his Instagram feed. That's also where you could find an ad for something else he's into. Holy
0: moly! Is the most intense, exhilarating, and downright dangerous putt-putt ever played. Oh.
1: From executive producer Stephen Curry. This
0: is the biggest competition in the world.
1: All right, that's probably not why he won the Sportsman of the Year at the BET Awards Sunday night, but that happened too. Then there's Draymond Green. He traveled to Warren, Michigan, just north of his hometown of Detroit, to open a fitness center, so that's nice. Also, apparently, he's still hungry. Friday night, he tweeted, quote, I ordered some food on DoorDash two hours and 15 minutes ago. Estimated delivery time was 26 minutes. I'm still waiting for my food, and they offered me a measly $10 for the inconvenience. Trash-ass app, unquote. On and off the court, Draymond's got feelings. Who else? Well, most valuable bench player Andre Iguodala. He released his autobiography, co-written with Carvel Wallace. In it, he tells the story of how teammate Clay Thompson says his favorite basketball moment ever was when he was about to shoot from about 50 feet away, and Igudala said, what the fuck you doing, man? Clay shot it anyway, and he made it, and he said, fuck you, Andre. True story. Thompson, meanwhile, is scheduled for surgery to repair his torn ACL this week, and Kevin Durant is recovering from his own surgery to repair his torn Achilles tendon. Both players are free agents, so they may be hired away by another team if the offer's right. We're gonna find out in the next few weeks. So Igadalo's is promoting his book on the media circuit this week. He dropped this tidbit in New York on CNBC.
0: They'll have Clayback back in around February, March. Uh, KD might miss the whole season, but uh, for him it's good to uh, get away from the game. You want to tell us where they're going to re-sign? Uh, I think they'll both be back with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we all keep, we're like brothers, oh. we keep in contact. But uh, Regardless of any of that, uh, if both did decide to leave, they would still be my brother. I'll still keep in contact with them uh, as much as possible. And I uh, just wish the best for both of those guys. So they come back full strength. You're crushing the Knicks fans uh. right here with this kind of... <laughs> no Nobody's going to the Knicks, sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, there are lots of questions to answer about who this team will be next year. It may not really resemble the one that's leaving the town. This is Bounce, the Warriors' last season in Oakland. I'm Ben Trefney. We're working on a story about the charity work the team and the players have done in the community. But today, we're gonna take some time to hear from some of the players and executives themselves. I've always been fascinated by press conferences, the things that are said to push the story of that day's game forward. But those, those are just sound bites. There's something about seeing that person for the entirety of the conversation the focus of so many journalists, something that helps you really get to know them as people, what they care about, what gives them character. So a lot of the attention on the team right now is on whether Kevin Durant, who's an all-time great, whether he's gonna re-sign with the team. His right leg injuries were the enduring storylines from the postseason. People called him the best player in the league before he went down. Then he wasn't really around for quite a while. Except on May 24th, when the team made him available to the media during practice. It was about a week before the finals began. His eyes were bright in that conversation. He was excited to talk about basketball. Excited to get back on the court. Looking back now, we know that playing again led to a career-altering injury. But at that time, it just seemed like he had a calf strain. Could have been worse. The
0: entire world seemed to be scared that it was very, very serious. Did you, I mean, in the moment, did you? Yeah,
1: I mean, I seen a clip and, I mean, Reggie Miller screaming, that's an Achilles, that's an Achilles. I mean, obviously everybody's going to be a little nervous until somebody reassures them that it's not. So,
0: uh, I don't know, I mean, I'm just taking it a second at a time. You know, every, every rep we do in the
1: uh, we doing a weight room, I just try to focus on that rep and not try to think too far down the line because, you know, I don't really know too much about this injury. I'm just leaving it to the hands of the team doctors and, I trust with the, uh, the direction they're uh, trying to put me in. Now that trust is in question. And the future of the franchise could depend on whether the free agent Durant feels his trust was misplaced. So with major injuries to key players, general manager Bob Myers is in a tough spot. His job is to craft and nurture the team. But now the foundation's shaken. At his end of the season press conference, his grounded perspective came through. Law's well, already out and me. you guys are not going to be the favorites. Um, is there any way in your mind you can accept almost a step back season?
0: I mean it depends. I mean people say you know we're done and I never think of us as anything. I never thought, you know, people use words about our team. I just think um we we uh, we try our best. In my job, my job is to kind of help pick the team, coach coaches the team, players play. Um I've learned that uh what 2016 we were up 3-1 and if you had asked what are the odds of winning they would have said 97 percent and we lost so odds i don't know what our odds to win it this year were we didn't what are our odds to win it next year i don't i don't know um it's that you know it's it's a long it's a longer when i say long game all this is a longer game than people think i mean i don't we don't i don't do this job for one year I hope our players don't come here expecting to be here just for a year. I hope Steve Kerr doesn't expect to coach just for one more year or Joe Lacob to own the team. Um, The hope is to, and that's why I'm somewhat proud of this year, we didn't win a championship, but this community and this city, um, the entire Bay Area, I hope they're proud of what we represented. I hope we represented this community appropriately, even in, in losing. Because I always tell people it's more important how you lose than how you win. And whatever adversity comes, um, I think you show more of yourself then. When you're winning championships and sweeping in the finals, it's great. Everybody loves each other. But this is when you find out who people
1: are. And I'm proud of of how we conducted ourselves. That's general manager Bob Myers. While he's part of the brains behind the scenes, a lot of people say that the team's heart and soul is power forward Draymond Green. Here he is at his final press conference of the season. Yeah, I think uh, everybody thinks it's kind of end of us. That's just not smart uh like, we're not done yet uh you know we we lost this year clearly just wasn't our year uh, you know but side of cookie crumbles sometimes but yeah I, you know I hear a lot of that noise stand of a run and all that jazz I don't see it happening though we'll be back. Green will definitely be back with the dubs in San Francisco next year. So will Stephen Curry?
0: I'll echo what Draymond said. It's kind of how do you respond and what do you, you know, how hard do you work to try to get back to the stage? Uh, You know, soak up this feeling because obviously we've celebrated, we've had champagne, we've had, you know, rings, but this is the more motivating feeling in terms of uh, how do you respond, how do you turn the page to uh, new challenges ahead. So.
1: We'll be all right. Another guy who'll be back is Coach Steve Kerr. At his exit interview for the season, he was asked what he's looking forward to. Well, I'm excited about the summer. <laughs> I'm sure you guys all are.
0: Um, but I'm, I, I have no doubt I'll be refreshed and recharged and ready to go. I love this job. I love doing what I do. I love the working working with the people that, uh, that I work with every day. So um, I'll be ready to go. But, yeah, I need a little vacation. And you guys do too, so thanks for everybody. Uh, Enjoyed working with all of you this year. Thank you.
1: That's the team in its own words for this week's bounce, the Warriors' last season in Oakland. Next time, we'll head back to the town to see what the legacy of the team's charitable giving is and consider whether it can last after the team leaves. This podcast is a production of KALW Public Radio. Our theme music was made by Daud Anthony. Artwork is by David Boyer with Illuminaries. The rest of our team includes Gabe Graben and Kristen McCandless. I'm Ben Trefney. And here's one last quote to leave you with. Clay Thompson from the finals. In the
0: next two weeks or so, if a Drake song comes up on uh, a playlist or just plays, do you skip it or do you take it out of the playlist? If it's a bad song, I'll skip it. But if it's one of his hits, I'll play it. I've been a Drake fan since, you know, I was in high school. Um, he's a great artist. Do I like him as a rapper fan? No, but I like him as a musician. He uh, is extremely talented, but I will definitely skip this song if I don't like it. And if it's one of his soft, you know, R&B songs, I'm going to skip it because I'm in I'm in kill mode right now, you know, trying to get these four games. So I'll skip Hotline Bling and anything along that line.